Hello, I'm John Deeks and welcome to the Your Life Choices podcast. And in the studio today, we have the boss himself, the publisher of Your Life Choices and the travel editor, Mr. Leon Delabosca. Leon, welcome. John, good to see you. Great. And welcome back to Australia. because oh, And you too. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fortunately, the veil of COVID is starting to lift a little bit and we can peek through and see the departure lounge. Uh, the international people, departure International. Yes. And we are encouraging people to get out whether it be within your state, within this country, or overseas, such as yourself, because you've just returned from Alaska. And I, before we get any, any further, please, folks, hit the pause on the podcast. If you have access to Google Maps or an atlas, get it out. Find Vancouver in British Columbia in Canada because we're going to start a journey and go on the journey that Leon has just completed. Leon, you have been on a Holland-America trip through the Inside Passage up to Alaska. I cannot wait to hear because so many Australians adore doing all that beautiful Alaskan wilderness. So much to see and I'm just anxious to hear how it was, how you did it and what you saw. Well, it was an item on my travel wish list for sure. Alaska is just one of those, I think it's one of those otherworldly places that you can't explain. It's difficult to explain. And otherworldly. Well, you're here actually, to explain. Well, actually, I'm sorry, otherworldly. That's not good enough. Otherworldly is the perfect way to explain Alaska. But yeah, look, it's it's. Um, well, first of all, let's let's get back a bit. You went on with the auspices of? Ah, I was travelling as a guest of Holland America Line. Okay. Now, they, they do a lot of the Inside Passage and a lot of the, the wonderful tours. They do. I was on the MS Coningsdam, which was oh, it was an amazing ship. I can't, I, mean, I can't speak highly enough of that cruise experience. How many people on board? Uh, I mean, it packs in about 2,500. This cruise was at about 80% capacity, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like there were 2,000 people on the ship. so it was, was everyone running around very nervous and masked up? And um... Yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's advised that you wear masks when in tightly packed spaces. Sure. But, you know, dining and, and, um, and all the pool decks and all that sort of stuff, anywhere outside, outside decks, no one's – I mean, people were still wearing masks. I want to get on this journey with you. So you left from Australia okay, and you yep. arrived in – Yep, in Vancouver. Into Vancouver. Yes. Beautiful city. Uh, I got to spend a couple of days in Vancouver before the cruise left, which was on a Saturday. Vancouver, great city, very familiar to Australians. Uh, it's got a great look and feel. It's 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 kind of got that grid thing too, so it's very easy to navigate. What a great place to walk around. Good shopping. I found a couple of pretty good bars. Yeah. Is it very hilly? Can you, is it easy for walk around? Yes. Think about our Your Life Choices audience. Yes, it is hilly, but it's not inaccessible. I mean, if you're if you're staying on the port or near the port, you'll have to walk up a bit of a hill to get into the the flatter parts of the city. But again, not absolutely manageable. So you you go and you spend a couple of days in the wonderful city of Vancouver. Wandering around Vancouver and then the ship left port on the Saturday afternoon. And that was was actually quite funny, um, a funny story. I thought, I've got this great uh, red and black uh, flannel shirt. And I thought, get into the Alaska thing. I'm going to wear my flannel shirt on on the departure day. Turns out that all of the staff on board the ship were wearing exactly the same shirts. So they thought you worked on the boat. And I had a couple of people ask me if I could get them drinks and I thought maybe I can use this to my advantage and just go up and <laughs> grab a tray of, uh, of champagne and then just walk over to my little group and say hi, you know. 
Um, I they... even I even had the, the head of security came up. I think he thought I was mingling with the guests a bit too much for a stuff. <laughs> and then he sort of started talking to me. We had a bit of a laugh and he was a, he was a British guy who's been with the, with the line for quite a few years. It was just a great experience. I mean, the staff on board this ship, next level. When they told me about the cruise line, they said, our point of difference is food and music. And I thought, I've kind of heard the food thing before. You know, and most cruise lines will fancy that they do really good food. And they and they, oh, man, man, the first night we were in the dining room, which is the, the space that's available to everyone. It's part of your, your fare. It's all included. All the dinners, anytime you eat in the dining room, the big dining hall or on the Lido deck, which was a fantastic, uh, just serveries. It's no buffet. It's all serveries. So they've got carveries, you know, any, any type of roast you can think of, omelettes, crepes for breakfast, and, and pretty much anything you can think of that you'd like to eat. I'm just I believe getting you're back, over lobster tail now. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's oh, like every, every meal they say, again. add a lobster tail for $10, and you think, why not? And I did, and it was fantastic. Uh, the food really was next level. And this is coming from someone who – Now, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not a foodie, but I do for, like my did food. Did you have to pay for the food? No. No, no, no. So – so the way it works is you you pay your cruise fare. There is inclusive dining, and on the Conning's Dam there is the dining hall, which is your sort of it's fancy affair, really nice. You can pay a little bit extra for some of the meals in the dining hall if you choose to, but the the set menus are they've got everything on them. Next, next everyone level. everyone is very well looked after. The wine, the the I mean they actually put alcohol in the cocktails. I mean that you can taste. So uh, look, I, I think the food offering. Was, was fantastic. There are also some of those um, the specialty restaurants so that aren't included in the fare, but you pay, uh, I think some of them are like uh, $20 a person t- to eat in these specialty dining restaurants, which I highly advise that you do. Luckily, I was able to try every one of them. I think mm. every one of them, except for a couple. There are a lot on board. The Pinnacle Grill, fabulous um, steaks, seafood, Again, next level. Am I going green? Oh, can I, you see me going green? Can you Envy? know? I got home and I thought, what, what, what do I eat? <laughs> I'm sure. And you know what? I'm and sure it was Mrs. like, Mrs. I need Mrs. to. Was I need, so happy to hear I that. I need to eat something that is is it wasn't something that I had on board. And I think I ate uh, chicken and sweet corn soup. Bit of a step down, but I tell you what, the food on board. Okay. Absolutely next level. Le- and, Leon, and, and you can believe that I get line. It. I get it, Leon. Okay, I get it. The I'm food's hungry. sensational. I'm hungry. The wine is sensational. The staff are exceptional. We're on board the boat. Leon has um, convinced security that he's not actually working on the boat, but he's um, just dressed like one of them. So we've left port. Where have we gone? Okay, so you sailing up to Juno. And the, oh, first, yes. the first day out of port is just a cruise day and it's beautiful. You're on – I mean, I love cruise days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to, you know, wander around the ship and you get to experience the, the ship life. Uh, on this ship especially, there's some fantastic spaces where you're not shoulder to shoulder with anyone on this ship. There's, there's always a space for you to go. The crow's nest is fabulous. You sit up there at the front of the ship looking at the sea uh, in a nice, quiet sort of bar area, quiet jazz playing, very mm-hmm. cruisy, very mm-hmm. smooth. I sat up there and read a book for a little while, did some work. You've got the decks, the pool decks. There's pools at the front and the middle, the, the top. I mean, they're everywhere. But cruise day. And it's just the 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 ends of, of Vancouver of BC um, and that night you're, you're still coming out of Vancouver and then the next day getting into Juneau. Um, which is actually the morning after. 
So uh, we've 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 picked up the boat. We've gone from Vancouver. We've uh, gone on the inside of uh, Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're heading north, and we're going to Juno, which is the capital, right. landlocked capital. Interestingly, quite mm-hmm. a few of the um, bigger cities in Alaska are landlocked because of the massive ice fields. I would you can't imagine drive in also being in the Inside Passage, uh, the you, you don't have the uh, variance of the waves. You, you don't have sort of terrible weather or. Uh, I mean, it's Alaska. I mean, yeah. Look, you don't have the very high waves. You don't. It's not the high seas. It's mm. it's quite a pleasant sailing experience. There are parts where you feel it. But again, you're on a. When you say you're feeling it, you're on a ship that can manage the, <laughs> these seas. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We're looking at it right now. Yeah. So um, as I follow you on on my map, we've gone to up to Juno. Juno. Yep. Keep to, going. Oh blimey, it's yeah. quite a way up. Where is it? I hope everyone's got their maps out. You're and, still and in doing um, this as well. BC. Can, well, can, can you yeah. can you do it for me, please? Uh, now, how long did you have? Um, so the the first day is a, is a cruise day, as you said, where you see no land. Well, you, I guess you would see land, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, you do. You yeah, there are, you see land on both sides at some parts. Mm-hmm. Um, you see whales, mm-hmm. lots of whales, whale tails, whale spurts. It's a, it's a bit of a sport actually, whale spotting. Uh, do they announce if uh, there's uh, on the port side? You may see some um, whales. Uh, yeah, sometimes they do. They sort of um, they'll tell you. Do that they have lectures on board that? So one of the great things about the Conning's Dam is it's not all about Disney on ice and water slides and, you know, um, frivolous kind of entertainment. I mean, the entertainment's fantastic. The world, I think it's called the World Stage, There's a, they have naturalists talking about the area and oh, you've got to be there for that. This, this naturalist on board, uh, I'm going to say his name was John. I've probably got it wrong. I'm pretty sure it's John. Lovely guy. He'll tell you all the places that you're likely to see wildlife, you know, when you need to be up or, or, or down, where you need to be looking. He has actually has these big wildlife spotting sessions off the side on one of the decks probably a couple of times during each day of uh, sea days. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got BBC World and they have the orchestra playing along live with the BBC World uh, visuals, which are fantastic. Yeah, um, they had a clinket woman come on and talk, and that's um, the native Alaskans. Uh, she came on and spoke. Um, yes, good. on the day we were in Glacier Bay, they had um, rangers come on board, and they narrate, they narrate the whole day that you're in Isn't Glacier Bay, famous? which is I'll tell you what that is a f- that was an experience. Well, look, okay, so we're in uh, Juno. Oh, I'm getting you, ahead of myself. How long are you there for? Juno for the day. So in Juneau, uh, there are all sorts of shore excursions you can do, yep. Juneau is the capital. Um, There's some, you know, they they want you to get off and and you check out the sort of the the very shopping-y, touristy kind Mm -hmm. of area, souvenirs. Mm -hmm. Diamonds are a big thing in Alaska. Oh, Mrs. Delabosca must have been so happy. Not at all. I'm very lucky there. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) we've we've got our rings tattooed because she keeps losing them. So no more rings for her. Um, No, uh, so Juneau, uh, great little town. Sort of all weatherboardy, uh, very, you know, seaside-looking town. I tell you what, there's a fabulous distillery that I found just up the hill, which was great gin and tonic, really good gins there. The Alaskan Hotel and Bar was a really good place to go and have a beer and uh, just get a real good feel for the local uh, scene. Are they welcoming of tourists getting off the boat? Because some places they go, oh, God. Yeah, look, I think, you know, Alaska's three biggest employers are fisheries, tourism and 
uh, more fisheries, uh, the, the wildlife sure. and, and national parks and things like that. Um, so they are welcoming of the tourists, Good. absolutely. Good. They and certainly see felt, a lot of them. And you felt safe? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we spent the day in Juno and we're back on board. Where are we off to? Okay, next is Skagway. So Skagway is, I think the, the name Skagway comes from the term, I think it's North Wind or something. And I tell you what, you get off the ship at Skagway and it's windy. Show, me, I, show me on the map where we've gone. Okay, here we go. All right, so we've got left Juneau and where are we off to? Skagway. Hang on, we've gone right inside yeah, and yeah, gone yeah. up north. Yeah, it's sort of it's sort of interesting the way that, wow. that it works. So Skagway is one of those sorts of towns where you need to look behind the facade to make sure you're not on the set of a western, right? Yeah, well, it's got Yukon Route Railway. Right, and I did that. Wow. I did the railway, the White Pass Yukon Route Railway, and that was a great experience. Old trains, you're going over big old wooden trestle bridges through, you know, through um, rocks in the hillside. You're literally travelling around the side of that hill, those, those mountains, hill. Extraordinary. <laughs> Don't call them a hill. And it's I like do, I do suggest, folks, that uh, while we're doing this, and unfortunately we, this is not video, so uh, get your Google map out if you so can and uh, get on to looking at various these places because mm. the, the photos are sensational. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll give you the brief rundown of my experiences. So the, the white rail, the, the pass was fantastic. Um, narrated beautifully the whole time. You learn a lot about the history of the mining, the Klondike, Dawson, mm. all that sort of that sort of vibe. Did the, you wear your Klondike shirt at that time? I didn't, but I had two jackets on. And it was still warmer in Alaska than it was in Melbourne the day I was up there. In the <laughs> that hills. wouldn't have been hard. Yeah, it was quite funny. <laughs> and that was a great experience. Look, you can do, um, you know, dog sledding. I was supposed to go dog sledding in Juneau, but the fog came in and they couldn't fly us up to the glacier. First world problems, I know, but it was a bit heartbreaking. I was really looking forward to that. Oh. But I'll tell you what. Went back in, caught a bus out to Mendenhall Glacier and went and looked at a glacier for myself, which was another really good experience. Were you there at Skagway for the whole day? I was at Skagway for the whole day. Long day in Skagway, Boat which is great. Boat left that night? Boat left that night, but hang on, let's get back to Skagway. Oh, Skagway's got this great mining town vibe to it. And so one of the things that really came through was just these women in Skagway. So I did a brothel tour, which was the best 10 bucks I spent on that trip. I'm just going to let him go with this, Ian. I'm just going to let him go with this. Right? And okay. uh, hello to Mrs. Delabosco if you're listening. Uh, it Some was, diamonds are on the way. Uh, well, funnily enough, Diamond Lil was one of the, the madams back in the day. Uh, a good, great story if you look her up. Diamond Lil uh, from the Red Onion Saloon. It's a really good story. I can tell you more about it, but probably not today because we'll be here forever. But the brothel tour was Absolutely well worth doing. Up the end of the street, there was a little peep show, like a, a burlesque peep show. Uh, Madame Cooper and a little ma and a magician came out and did like a five minute magic show. It just had this really good feeling, that old old west, old mining town feeling. It was that sort of quintessential, I would call it, Alaskan experience in Skagway. But also the Skagway Brew Brewing Company, <laughs> good beer. So you're just in Skagway for the day. Yes, for the day. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a hell of a day you had. It was a really good day. Yeah, it certainly was. Now, now we go up to Ketchikan. Uh, we do a day, a day at sea again, another day at sea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Ketchikan. You better show me on the map where we're going now. Okay, uh, okay so we're leaving Diamond Lil to uh, whatever she was doing. I'll tell you. The, the, now, Ketchikan is... 
And I really do advise that uh, you get your maps out while you while you have. So Ketchikan is where I, my mission was to find bears. I wanted to see bears. So when I went off to Mendenhall Glacier on the day in Juneau, there's a little bear trail. I thought I'm going to go down by myself and try and find a bear. I don't know what what I would have done if I found one. No, I mean, we can on, all assume what you, I would have done. The, the boats arrived. So you've had a night. Didn't find bears on the White Pass. Really wanted to find bears. But evidently bears are everywhere in Alaska. Ketchikan caught a seaplane out to Neats Bay and I saw bears. I saw the bear come out of the, out of the woods, get into the little stream, snatch a salmon out of the stream. This wasn't supplied by the uh, by this Disney. This was one of the something. shore excursions. It wasn't, and a, it was, it wasn't was, a Disney thing. Was it, it was pretty special, I've okay. got to say. It was the real deal. I sort of I didn't need the seaplane to get back to um, the port, put it that way. I was floating after seeing the bear. Isn't that wonderful? And probably 25 metres away from me, this bear. It was fabulous. So is the seaplane included? The seaplane. You fly out from Ketchikan, yep. yeah. But that's included in the fare? Not in the fare. No, this is a shore excursion. Oh, so okay. You, so in every, every, at every stop there's a range of shore excursions you can do. And I highly advise that you pick at least one wildlife-centric shore excursion. Um, some of them will sort of keep you around the town. You know what? You can do that by yourself. You can walk around the town. You can talk to the locals and find out where – that's what I do. Uh, my mission when I get into ports, if I don't have anything else to do, is to get as far away from the port as possible. Sure. Talk to as many people as possible, find out what they get do. Get the local right? food. Yep. But definitely do, if you're there, do the bears. If you can get on the dog sledding, do the dog sledding. But look for the dog sledding on the glaciers. There's they, there's they Some of them do the dog sledding through a rainforest and it's on a sort of like a dirt track. Try and find the one on the glaciers. That's what you want. But the, the, the shore excursions are fabulous experiences. Um, highly recommend that you do one. But you know what? There's plenty to do in those towns if you're just willing to leg it and talk. So Ketchikan for the day? Uh, yeah, Ketchikan was for the day, yeah. We're back on board. Where are we off to? Uh, day at sea. Day at sea. Yep. And we end up in? Ah, we're back home. We're coming back home to Vancouver. Okay. It's a long day at sea. So oh, actually uh, we've, got to, we've got to mention Glacier Bay is in the middle of there somewhere. Now, sorry off the top of my head because I don't have the itinerary in front of me. We spend a day in Glacier Bay and that's just – Marjorie, the Marjorie Glacier, and that is like, it's an experience you will, you, I can't even explain it. They, we'll there's try. this thing called White Thunder. So the ship pulls right into Glacier Bay and you have this, just this wall of ice and then this, you know, and a glacier is a frozen river, right? And it just, it's, they've been around for centuries. Sure. Right? Uh, it just goes all the way up. It's the, 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 there's these beautiful blue columns of ice and shadow. We were there on an overcast day. It was a bit drizzly, but we found out later that that's actually probably the better kind of weather to be in to see all of the colours in the glacier. If it's too bright, it just looks like a big white mass. Mm. But we were lucky we got to see the glacier carving, um, oh, white really? thunder they call it, and it's, a f again, it just the sound just gets into your bones it's the it's like oh what's happening and everyone gets really excited and the ice comes off the glacier and lands in the water and there are all these little icebergs around with seals and sea lions and little pods of otters all floating around everywhere the ship just sits in the middle of the bay and just slowly 360s like a carousel wow so no matter what side of the ship you're on you get the view of the glacier now here's an insider tip you can go out on the top deck and you can mingle with all the other people. And that's really cool to soak up that energy in the, that everyone else has, that excitement that everyone else has. But the best view of the glacier, from your stateroom on the balcony. Now, for the folks who, and I know that this is a very, very popular tour for Australians to make, uh, Holland, America, 
was with whom you were with. Tell us the tips that they don't tell you what you should do. Um, certainly one of them has been make sure you do a wildlife excursion. Choose the one that you wish and also which is up to your physical ability. But what other inside tips do you have, Leon Dolobosca? Other inside tips. Okay, here's one from the musical director of the B.B. Uh, King Blues Club Band. Make sure you see them every day. They were fantastic. Chicken and waffles served up at lunch in the uh, dining hall on sea days. D- you know, d- every, <laughs> we were with a group who sort of went, oh, really? We all did it. No one will ever turn back. Chicken and waffles on sea day, great fun. If you want to um, what's, what's with Ian? What, get up early to see... And the food. Oh, you I know, mean, all right, I, I get the food's great. but The food and the music were next level. Absolutely make sure during the day on sea days there are piano concertos and um, oh. violin concertos and, um, uh, and a cellist and a, a viola. Um, player as well. The concertos in the on the Lincoln Center stage during the day are very special. You know, fantastic musicians, very special. You can sit there with a little with a glass of wine or a coffee or whatever, but make sure you see a couple of those. The world stage definitely go to the naturalist sessions because that's where you're going to learn a lot yes. about the destination. Even if you don't get off the ship, you'll learn a lot about Alaska. You'll see a lot of Alaska. Is it suitable for people who maybe aren't all that mobile? Absolutely. And a lot of the um, the shore excursions as well are accessible. So people who have uh, mobility issues, wheelchairs, walkers. Well, I was going to get onto the um, – obviously a lot the of the – ship's geared up for it. It's, okay, because yeah, I was absolutely. going to ask what, what about the health issues on the boat, um, on the ship rather. Uh, you, you felt comfortable and they made sure everyone was safe? I did. Um, and, and I'll say this, um, you know, the ship is still pushing COVID safe precautions and protocols. So sure. they're encouraging you to wear masks. You don't have to wear a mask, but they encourage you to wear masks. The start of the cruise, 80% of the passengers were wearing masks, right? By the end, people start getting a bit more relaxed. And I think they're sort of like, it sort of probably comes down to about 60%, right? But there is someone on those stairs all day cleaning the rails and cleaning the stairs. They're cleaning the lifts. They're cleaning the buttons. My room was cleaned twice a day. You know, p- people get up from the bars. They're all being cleaned. It's something like a two pass one one staff member to two passengers or something. I think there's like two thousand passengers and a thousand staff. Now wow. some of those staff are entertainment, yep. but you know you're very well looked after. The ship is very well looked after. There is this massive sense of pride when four ships are pulled into a port on any one day and we were walking onto the conning stand because it is a beautiful ship it's the dark blue and the white it's a smart looking ship it just looked stylish and cool and inside it's just it's spotless leon you've been on a lot of tours been to a lot of places uh on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your time travelling on the Holland America ship on the inside passage to Alaska? Oh, 1 to 10. That's tough. I've, well, I don't think I've ever seen a 10, but if I have seen it, it's definitely the best cruise cruise line I've been on. Now, it's a different cruise experience. It's a smaller ship, right? It's more more intimate. It's... Um, it's my kind of ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, the food was next. I was sceptical when they said the food's the big selling point, but I came home an absolute convert. The The music was great. The Rolling Stone rock room, you want your classic hits and your party party vibe, 
you know, you've got that. You've got a little casino for people who like the slots and things like that. But there's a music uh, style of music for everyone. The demographic on Kids board? are looked after. There's a kids club up there. There's okay. some teens clubs. The demographic was, well, you know, there were the the, the there were newlyweds. There were fa- a lot of families. Mm-hmm. But I would say easily 50% over 50, over 60. Around, you know, in, Anything in, like in me over 70? Absolutely. Leon Dolobosca, thank you so much for uh, for a- absolutely wetting our whistle when it comes to travel, certainly on the Holland America, which sounds sensational, Ship, and a wonderful tour. And um, what's up next? Uh, we'll see. I'm open <laughs> for anything. I've got International m- travel is coming back. We've got more destinations opening up week by week. Samoa's just opened. Fiji's been open for a while. The cruise lines are coming back. Look, it's it's a good time to be looking for some amazing deals. You know, Australians have got to get out there. You better believe it. And um, our next guest is Diamond Lil, who's, who's coming in, which is great. No, I'm kidding. But do, uh, thank that you. might be tough. <laughs> She's been gone She's, a long, she's long not going to have a lot to say, put it that way. <laughs> our special guest on Your Life Choices is, is the boss himself, the publisher of Your Life Choices and travel editor. Um, I noticed it uh, a bit like other people who you know make themselves the boss of many things and don't tell anybody. Yeah. You're very happy to be the travel editor and uh, publisher. Well, actually, I ha- I, we have a weekend editor now, Ali Baxter. Oh. Yeah, she's been doing a fantastic job of travel and, you know, she we should actually get her on to talk about she's just done a big uh, week-long experience in Cairns. Would love to hear from her. Yeah, yeah we we'll should get her on to have a have a chat with you. It'll happen. Thank you, Leon. All the best to you, mate, and uh, welcome home. Thanks, John. For over 22 years, Your Life Choices has been providing Australians with essential news, articles and retirement resources. And with over 270,000 members and growing... Your Life Choices is Australia's longest established and most trusted digital destination for the over 50s. I'm your host, John Deeks, and on behalf of Leon Dalabosca and the entire Your Life Choices team, be well, be happy, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>